All right, folks, thanks for joining us this morning. We have the pleasure of having Aaron on there. He is our hometown hero, brought to you by Marigolds. Aaron, good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing well. So you had quite the career in the Air Force, 20 years. Tell us a little bit about how you got started in the Air Force and some of your you know, stations that you uh, traveled to throughout your career. Oh, I'm happy to. Um, I uh, had long aspirations of going into the Air Force ever since I was a young kid. And uh, I grew up as a mechanic, so I uh, definitely wanted to do some sort of mechanical work when I went in and decided to be a jet engine mechanic. I, um, I had the, uh, the pleasure of uh, serving in multiple stations around the, the world uh, to include Barksdale Air Force Base in Louisiana. I uh, was in uh, Misawa Air Base in uh, northern Japan. Uh, I came back uh, to Shepard Air Force Base in Texas where I did a lot of teaching uh, on jet engines to include, um, uh, I taught the jet engine crash investigation course. And then I finished up my career here in Colorado Springs at a special duty assignment with the Air Force Academy where I was an academy military trainer for the cadets. That's pretty interesting. How? Uh, what years were you there at the Air Force Academy? Uh, I got there in 2010 and I retired out of the Air Force Academy in 2014. There you go. That's great. And what are you doing now? Uh, right now, I'm actually working back for the government at NORAD and U.S. NORTHCOM. Um, can't tell you what I'm doing, but... Um, oh, that's no I, fun. Um, Come on, Aaron. Are you, you're inside <laughs> the mountain, though, right? You can tell us that? Uh, well, I, I, I can go in the mountain. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you I do training right now. Um, but my, my number one thing that I actually uh, spend a lot of time doing um, when I'm not at work is uh, I still help our veteran community here in the in the local area. Uh, like when I first got out of the military, I went to work for Mount Carmel for a couple of years. Uh, I still volunteer with them. And I actually um, am the, uh, the founder and initial uh, president of the Veterans Beer Club Colorado Springs, which is a, a networking event that helps uh, our, uh, our transitioning veterans um, find employment and uh, um, keep, keep some camaraderie up as they transition out of the military. So it's been, uh, it's been pretty cool. Well, that's great. It's a need, but definitely. Uh, I know those who serve, especially a long career like you did, 20 years, and then you're transitioning out, not an easy, easy deal going from the military into civilian life. So I'm sure there, you've Probably got plenty of people. Done in my, Go ahead. Probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, transitioning out. And that's probably why, I mean, is that why you said, hey, I'm going to help these other people because it was such a difficult process? 100%. You know, um, seeing my fellow veterans struggle the way I did, uh, being able to take the lessons learned and all of the time and effort that I put in while working for Mount Carmel and all the networking I did, um, being able to uh, look somebody in the eye and tell them I've been there and I can help you get through this, whether or not I'm doing it in a, in a paid fashion or a volunteered fashion right now, um, it literally makes my day anytime that happens. Well, it's great. You step up, you serve, and you want to help others. And that's, you know, this is why we do the Hometown Hero every Friday with Marigolds is because, and we get this, which is unbelievable, you take the time to serve and make the sacrifice for a long period of time, like 20 years, and then you go, I want to do more and I want to help others. That's what makes America a great place as people like you who want to continue to help others. 
Well, I appreciate that. So this is what's going to happen. Gasson's going to reach out to you as the owner of Marigold's. You and a guest get to enjoy a fabulous dinner up there, drinks, dessert, fabulous food as a thank you for your service to our country and what you're continuing to do for our community. Well, I, I truly appreciate that. My wife, my wife, who's also a veteran, is going to join me, and we're going to to utilize it as a uh, a late anniversary um, dinner for us. That's fantastic. Well, thank you to you and your wife for your service, and enjoy your time up there at Marigold's. Will do. I appreciate you. You got it. All right, folks, there's another one brought to you by Marigold's, the hometown hero. We're going to have some quick messages, and then we're going to be right back here with Jim Festy. Stick around. All right, folks, we are back into it. We got Jim Festy in here. He's got one of the most colorful shirts on. We should have done TV today, Jim. Well, I uh, thought of that. <laughs> I thought this was TV. Well, yeah, it makes sense because you did your hair like as nice I've ever seen it. I mean, it's like you're here for a job interview. Well, I got a haircut specifically for this because I didn't want the headphones to not fit. So <laughs> You had to cut it down a little bit. The volume was getting a little... It was. It yeah. was up there, and uh, I could tell you some neat stories about it. Maybe we'll get, get to them about how big my hair is, but, you know... Uh, that's just life. I have to live with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Jim, you used to do radio back in the day, man. You're a veteran. I, I'm two veterans. I'm a military veteran and a, a veteran of the radio business. There, I did a show on. Can I? I I'm not supposed to mention the initials, but uh, the handyman show on another talk radio station here in town for twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty. What was, two zero? You can say what station it was on, Jimmy. I can? Yeah. KVOR. It was on KVOR. Some stations don't want you to do that, by the way. Well, yeah, they'll come in and take you off the air now, but it's been fun having you. I know. I, we got to talk the door about to your sw- hair and your shirt. Swing. That was good enough. I know. I'm done. <laughs> and goodbye, Justin. Thank you very much. I appreciate you being here. Yeah. So, um, 20 years? Tw- two zero. I started out uh, with... Uh, uh, I I can't even you know going through it. We we there's a broadcasters brunch that uh, l- breakfast that goes on at the the, the bear the, the what the black bear diner yeah okay over in uh, Garden of the Gods and a bunch of us old guys get in there and talk about stuff, but it was started out with uh, doing it myself. I was doing it myself for four or five years. I forget what it was, and I couldn't take a break because it was Saturday mornings, and I just said, well, you know, I need to have somebody else. So I got another partner, Mike Stetso, and I, and we did it for the next 16 years. An hour on Saturday? At 8 to 10. Oh, two hours? <laughs> two hours. And in fact, they wanted me to do three at, at one time. And I says, uh, no. I, oh, I thought, I thought about it. I says, because I, I, they wanted me to go 7 to 10, not 8 to 11. I says, you know, I do 8 to 11, uh, but the seven, 7 to 8 was not a... It's too early, you know. It's dark. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not it's even up yet. Out there, I get, I'd have to be here and still be sleeping. So yeah. <laughs> they said, "Well, okay, no, we won't do that." So, <laughs> so what did that show look like? Did people call in? Well, or, it looked I mean, uh, like just like this, pretty much. <laughs> I think the difference was that uh, I ran the control board when we were there. Okay. So uh, you know, I flicked the people on when they came on the telephone. We had. Uh, Three three lines. Jennifer Blanco. Do you know Jennifer? I mean, if I don't say yes, am I not cool? Should I just say She's yes? She's a realtor. She's a realtor. Okay, Jennifer, yeah, of course she, I know her. Okay, yeah. yeah. She was my producer. 
Okay. For for a long, long time. And for twenty uh, years. No, she wasn't there for twenty years. <laughs> she started. Boy, she probably started there. I don't. I she started after I started, and then she was there from uh, Brookside to Citadel over on Circle up to uh, where they are now up there on Woodman. And then I don't. I don't think she was there towards the end. She she left and did something else. You guys broadcast it out of the Citadel. Not the Citadel Mall. Okay. It was Citadel Broadcasting. Oh, okay. Yeah, them guys. Okay. okay. And it started off on Brookside, that little building over there with the cockroaches. Yeah. And then uh, we went to uh, Off Circle on that building down there off of Venatucci. Okay. And then uh, from there we went up to uh, Woodman by that shopping center. Gosh, you guys are just moving on up. Well, that's the way it looked. You know, if you couldn't, if you didn't know any better, the, the clothes stayed the same, but uh, the show moved on up. I guess it was, <laughs> but it was kind of fun. It was, a, it was, a, it was, a, it was the longest running. I it was the <laughs> longest running guy on on radio. That's why we have you in here today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, is so that the is that their only reason? Yeah. You were the longest. <laughs> only reason. <laughs> so, would people call in then? Exactly. That was it. People would call in and ask me questions about the home repairs. And you'd give them your advice. Whether they wanted it or would not. Would you give them the best advice or sometimes would you lead them in the wrong direction just to have Some, them call yeah, I did on week. purpose to regular callers just to throw them off, you know. Stop calling every week. No, no, <laughs> no, no. That Actually, we didn't have people who called. We did not have regular callers per, per se, I don't think. We, okay. Most of the time was people came in and uh, I remember one time during the snowstorm we hit, it was... Uh, we couldn't get anybody to call. <laughs> I don't, I, everybody was out doing something. I don't know what the deal was, but well, what, what years were that when you had the show? I think it was people asked me eighty four to two thousand four, I think, or somewhere around there. Gosh, so I was negative six when you started the show. Yeah, I remember that. I, <laughs> I could say it's like the baby Jesus was born. I'm thinking, huh? Somebody was born about now. I wonder if I'll ever meet this guy. And, and it was you. <laughs> Oh, you're killing me. So back then, you got no internet. Uh, Everything's know, landline, no cell phones yet. Yeah, I, well, cell phones came out there. I think I had a. I think I was one of the first. I had a cell phone that was put, built into my truck. They put it in, you know, they installed it into my truck. You know, like a handset was on there. Yeah. I, I hung it up. Uh, yeah, I don't. The cell phones weren't big that, back then. Well, it's radio is. Uh, Cutting edge back then. I mean, that was it, right? I mean, you didn't have CDs. You had tapes. Yeah. That, you know? We had a, a thing like an 8-track that yeah. you plug in for a commercial. What do you think, Jim? It has technology, there's a lot of good of it, but do you think it's helped push us into a better society, or do you think? Well, uh, right now, I think it's uh, six of one, half done to the other. There's a lot of people who are, anti all technology that's coming up especially ai yeah and uh some people are all for it and uh, i think if it's used the right way anything i'll tell you i i read i don't read it i read it a lot ai the people who like ai one of the main things they like is uh for doctors that when a a radiologist looking at an x-ray even now on a big old flat screen and looking at that stuff he'll miss things ai no, you know the the computers they could they figure it out. They could find cancer where a radiologist looking at it's going to miss it. So that helps. But uh, and I think just like are you are you familiar with the Da Vinci machine for medical? 
a doctor in uh, Albuquerque can operate on somebody in Spain or vice versa. This machine will do the operation and, op- and the doctor is in some other place, Chicago, New York, someplace. And this machine, they set it up where and that cuts them open, does the, sews everything up, does everything. It's called a Da Vinci. And it, it's been around for a long time. The good part about it is, is that if you're in Podunk and you got a, a hospital or two over there and you want to have emergency surgery, you want to do stuff like that, uh, you get a Da Vinci and it costs a lot of money and you got to be trained how to do it. But uh, a doctor can be there and he's not an expert on kidneys i don't know i'm coming up with so something. is this doctor is he sitting on his couch with like a video playstation controller i don't think he's sitting on his couch but i think he's uh, somewhere <laughs> in a hospital I, I don't i don't know and i've told you probably more than i i know about it the da vinci machine yeah already. i mean my mind's kind of blowing here i'm going geez albuquerque i mean exactly you know especially albuquerque I'm that's why they kept check you on that well i would if i was you because i'll be calling the ho- every hospital down in albuquerque and see if they got one uh, you could call here they have one at, they have one at memorial do they oh yeah they probably have a couple really i've never heard anybody talk about this before. a da vinci machine well you gotta you have one of those little things that people carry around that, Yeah, handheld computer yeah I'll, you could I'll probably look it. it up right there during your next commercial. And What's the price difference? That's what I want to know. If they're like, hey, half off Da Vinci machine this month. I think they go on sale at, uh, in February. <laughs> That's a good question. I was thinking of getting one, you know. Well, think, I mean, how does this Da Vinci, I'm going to have to follow up on this, Jim, because what do they do? They just send out a mass email to all the doctors who work on it and say, oh, no, to it's- the lowest bidder? No, and they, I, I, and they bid on it, and then they, who wins the operation? I, I, I think a hospital administration makes a conscientious decision that to, to do operations where we're not really familiar or whatever the heck the deal is, they'll get that machine. And, 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 and I don't know where the doctors are. You know, They could be anywhere. But I know that another Da Vinci, the other end of the Da Vinci operation, a doctor could be doing the operation there. And doing it over here, especially if it's done, have to do it at night or something. Now, guys, that during the day he's getting working it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want someone. Yeah. You know, you got to be careful of the time change though, because you had someone in Spain. You don't want them asleep. You know. Exactly. Yeah, and then you you know, watch he, he missed the train coming in, and <laughs> and he was uh, siesta time. And I yeah. understand. I, Spain's I, different because they eat dinner at midnight. I know. Have you so noticed you're going, that? You're when good. am I going to have this guy at his best? It's probably three a.m. Yeah, right. Or because if he had turkey, he'd be asleep at one fifteen. So I don't. I you, know. you got to do some math. Yeah, let's talk about something other than Da Vinci machines, which I know about. I've told you more than I know. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> I didn't know you were an expert. We well, gotta... I'm not an expert, but you know, I I did stay at a Holiday Inn last night, so yeah. that is good. <laughs> we're gonna talk more about the show because we got to go to a break. ABC News comes in; they're gonna give you some updates and then we're going to come back talk about a little bit jimmy's show i'm going to jim we're going to talk about top restaurants too in town things to do and then i want to you've been here a long time i want to get a little good in the bad of the springs things you think we're doing well things you think we're doing not well, uh, well okay are you up for that uh, sure, i'm up for well I'll, I'll be up for it for net for another 35 minutes that's about all we need. That's yeah, about that's, all we yeah, need. That's all I'm good for. But sure, we'll talk about things. All right. 
You got ABC News here for a while, folks, and then you're right back here with Jim Festy on the Extra Cardio News Radio. All right, folks, we're back into it. Jim just telling me a shoe tying oh, okay. story. It was yeah. pretty riveting. Yes, Got yes. Me fire uh, it up to tie my shoes. I know it. I I'm thinking about that myself. I'm trying it. Gonna see that that'll work with my wife. Yeah, you know what's crazy is you know the Velcro shoes were a big deal for a while. Now they're totally out. I don't get why not. Velcro I, seems a lot easier. To I'll me. tell you what. I see old people with Vel- Velcro shoes because this they have a hard time tying. I don't know if they forget. How to tie their yeah. shoes or... Well, you retire from that because you tie your shoes your whole life since you're five. Eventually, you go, I'm not going to impress anyone with right. the bow tie on my shoe anymore. Start wearing slippers. You yeah. know, I mean... It is... You know, we live in a world where you, you know... It's you crazy. Got, you're trying to impress people. I know. So you tie your shoes. Look at this. Look at these new shoes I have. No shoelaces. Yep. Wear a belt. Stay. All those things. <laughs> it's It's adulting. That's it, what is. it is. That's uh, it's hard to get used to something like that. But I think that might be one of the things I skip because I don't mind tying my shoes. I can, I can tie my shoes with one hand. <laughs> I don't know about no, that. I, 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 I was gonna. That. I hope you weren't gonna ask me to show you. But I, yeah, okay. And you, you got to tie them well. That's right. I double tie. I always tie another <laughs> bow on there because there's nothing Extra worse than credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like wearing suspenders. You know, it's double double thing. <laughs> Oh, it's great. Yeah, and, you know, we live in Colorado, and it's like, you know, everyone is so outdoorsy here, and all, you know, you can tell when you walk past somebody who does the incline, you know, because they got all the gear, and, you know, and they tell you about it. They go, hey, I do the incline at 5.30 a.m., and I do it in the winter, 5.30 a.m. You want to do it with me? Have you had people ask you that ever? Oh, they look at me, and they say no. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I know people who do it, like, six times a week, seven times a week, and they're in great shape. And I say, God bless you for doing that. I, When I first got here, yeah, I uh, was in the Army. Did I tell you I was in the Army? Yeah, you, we you had know? you on as a hometown hero. Oh, that's right. Okay. Vietnam. Uh, that's right. So uh, this is just one year there from, you know, not the whole time. But anyway, I was, uh, when I got here, our unit would walk up Pikes Peak uh, during the, the summer months. We didn't do it in the winter, but we did it uh, – I probably think I was at Fort Carson for four or five years. I probably did it. Where 20. were you? There? Were you at the Butts Airfield? No, I was at uh, Fort Carson on, on, you know, on post, the main post. I wasn't at Butts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they'd put you as far south as possible. Well, there's a place further south than Butts. It's the uh, range office, the downrange office. <laughs> <laughs> so what it's were you doing range, at Carson? Range control was further south. Yeah, what were you doing at Carson? I was in the army. Of I know. But I was. Oh, I was. This, was I was. I, I had a. I had the signal maintenance platoon. Okay. So we repaired the radios for the whole division. You know? oh, okay. Yeah. So when a a unit went downrange, we had to have a, a radio guy, a teletype guy, and a crypto guy go down with them to repair their radios while they were downrange. Okay. So all the guys who would screw up. During the week, came in late, showed up late for formation, didn't show up for formation, <laughs> you know, showed up drunk for formation, showed up high for formation. Those guys got put on my poop list, I'll call it, you know. Yeah. And then, and then uh, we had a list, pretty much we were downrange all the We had somebody downrange pretty much all the time. And then 
uh, when it came time for, oh, Thanksgiving. Who should go down on Thanksgiving? Uh, these three guys right here. <laughs> they are the guys. Christmas, uh, these guys were Yeah, gone. sounds like you had a fun job. It, it, it was both. I bet a lot of people loved you because you were like, hey, you are you got Thanksgiving. No, what? well, I'll tell you what. They did, they did love me because uh, at formation, I would go a little ahead of time and just say, you, you know, your boots aren't shit. You know, you're, you need you need a haircut last last month, you know. And, <laughs> and you still, so I would have them, I'd send them to go to the shop. So then when we would get inspected. You were good. Everybody was good. Yeah. In fact, my battalion commander at one time said, you know, Festy, how come you guys always, uh, I told him, can I send them down? I send them back to the shop before the formation. So only the good guys are here. Yeah, I require excellence. Yeah, that's right. Only, so you're only seeing the the, <laughs> the best of, of the signal uh, or maintenance <laughs> platoon. And uh, everybody else is down there. And then those are the guys who go down on, on Christmas and Thanksgiving and holidays like that. Sounds fair to me. Yeah. So you guys would go up Pike Speak for your PT, huh? Well, not for PT, but we would we we went down for uh, training. They called it. We went with a pack. Okay. We walked up, started out when it was dark. Go up the incline. Uh, no, we'd walk up Bar Trail, <laughs> up to the top, and then uh, we'd walk down. In the winter too? No, we didn't do it in the winter time. Yeah. We did it just in the summertime. Well, then that see, and I get that. It's summertime's great, but these people are doing it in the winter. I'm going, it's icy. I mean, you can hurt yourself, get cold. <laughs> you know what I feel good about this morning? I shoveled my sidewalk. I said, just try yeah. that. Why do you have to go run up the? I brushed mine up. We we took our car. We took uh, our, my wife's car to the uh, transmission place because her transmission went out last week. So should we start a GoFundMe? Uh, we should. It's going to be. That's actually why Jim wanted to come on air. That's right. He said, this is yeah, it. This is it. Uh, GoFundMe. It's uh, Jim Festy at GoFundMe <laughs> for uh, Mama's Transmission. <laughs> and I then, love it. There's as as, always an alternative. Mode. So As soon as I get enough money for the transmission, I'll stop it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring Jim in every Friday until we get that money. That's right. That's right. So uh, if you want, if you don't want to put up with me now... Now is the time to start yeah. sending that money you in. You better put up the money. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know how you get a start a GoFundMe and how the, where the I've money goes. I've never done one. Yeah, I see no. them out there all the time. I've never done one. Well, Maybe we'll talk about that on the next segment. We'll do a quick commercial break here. You're going to hear from the lovely sponsors, and we're going to be back on the Extra with Jim Festy. All right, we're back, folks. We're talking about a lot of uplifting things here with Jim, um, and we were talking about um, – Russell Wilson and just, you know, Jim's got his Bronco colors on, so I figured we'd talk about it. Are, is Are you still problem? awake yeah. over there? Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was, I couldn't, this headphone set you gave me has just uh, got a crappy connection, so it's, uh, you're on and off. Oh, really? Yes, really. I would get another set, or this, this uh, pin over here is bad. Okay, Who any, knows? any other uh, things that you don't like about me? Go well, right you know, the now. springs the on this, well. you know, no, uh, <laughs> you got great parents. How's that? Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, that's good. Feeling the love. <laughs> so, yeah, we were just talking about this whole thing with Russell Wilson, and it's kind of funny because people get upset as Broncos fans, you know, and yeah, we don't deserve to give them the, you talk to some people, he doesn't deserve that money, you know, this is unbelievable, and you kind of go, <clears throat> well, I don't know, you signed a contract, now they're trying to get out what they're not, you know, say, oh, well, now we're not going to pay him, you know, unless he takes less. And people go, well, he's making all that money. He should take less. 
and, and you, it, it and was like you, you, we just said, how much does Walmart make in a day? I mean, and they just pay him the money and then go get a new QB. Don't be a sore loser. Well, you know, it's like it was an agreement between two people, you guys and him. Yeah. If you didn't agree to that, then he wouldn't. Have, you know, you wouldn't have given it to him. Yeah. So between the two of you, if you if you decided you're stupid enough to give that guy two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. For possibly four or five years of his career, six tops maybe. Yep. You know? I mean, uh, the money you make off of all the people coming to see the game isn't enough for that. Yeah, I mean, because so, it's, it's a bargain. Those yeah, tickets so, and the beer prices are yeah, a bargain. So, so uh, you know, you shouldn't have paid him that much. Yeah. But you did. So stick with it. Just like, you know, he would say the same thing to you if you don't want to pay him. And now you guys are saying... Same thing. You're putting that back on him. We don't want to pay you. Listen, I got this contract. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah. This is the reason they came up with paper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's for contracts. And so you yeah. look at it and you go, all I'm saying is I think the guy's getting too much heat. You know, it's – Exactly. I think the Broncos signed him too late in his career. And, you know, don't get mad at him. Pay him the money. Be a good business person. Pay him the money and say, I lost on this and move on. Yeah. Also, I, I'm not the smartest guy on the bench, but I'll tell you – it's not just a quarterback. You got to get a lineman. Oh yeah. You got to get a line. Oh, you got to. Yeah. If you don't have an offensive line, you can have the best quarterback in the world, which is apparently what he was. Yeah. And he's not going to do any good if the lineman just let him go in there. If he got, you know, one and a half seconds to make a pass, that ain't enough. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. So, uh, Jim, I, I, you know, I sat next to you at a lot of CC games, and I, I haven't been to the new arena as much as I probably should have. But what do you, what do you think? Are they? Are they doing good? Well, I, uh, you know, that? I exactly just as, as good a coach as I am at football. You know, yeah. Let's I, hear the hockey. Uh, okay, the, I'm just as just as good with yeah. the hockey. We're getting more qualified as we go. I, I know. <laughs> I, I go to more hockey games though. But here's this. Here's the situation. When I read who we recruit, DU, you know, North Dakota, yeah. Boston, those guys. Uh, you know, they'll get the guy who went to junior hockey and scored. Uh, 22 goals in 15 games. You know, we get to guys who score seven goals in 22 games. Yeah, we we don't get the we don't get the top guys, and understandably so. We got two things going against us. We're, we 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 haven't won a championship in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, we have the block program at, at uh, Colorado yeah. College. Yeah, and some kids go over there and they see that block program and they say, "Not for me." And some people come and see that block program and they say, "Ooh, I like this." Three yeah. weeks of just one class. Yeah, I don't have to worry about a math test, or a calculus test, or a geography test, or something like this. And instead of my biology test, yeah, all at the same time at the end of at the end of the semester, it's one three weeks and done. That's it. I get my credits, and uh, this allows them to go out and do other things. So a lot of people love that block program. It's not real popular in, in universities and colleges, but for Colorado College, they've had it for a long time, and it works great. So, uh, and, and I if, mean, I don't, don't you think the tuition is maybe a hindrance? I mean, it's what, well, 80, you know, uh, if you're, if you play hockey, they pay, you know, it's, it's division one. So they get, you're, you're on a scholarship. Not, I only ha- I would not, all those guys are on full. How many full rides can they give out? Enough for the 18 guys. Really? Yeah. Everybody on division one gets is a scholarship. Full boat. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're well, Division you Two or something like that, you know, trump my point there. I'm trying to make a point, you shut me down. So yeah, if they if they recruit you, uh, they're going to pay you, you know, to play Division One hockey. 
And one thing about Colorado College, and I'm sure other schools do it too because I read about it, if you get hurt or something like that, they'll keep you on that scholarship even though you're not playing. They'll give you some other thing to do or something like that. You know, something happens to you. Uh, they Most schools will take care of you even though. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You haven't heard it. You hear about all this NIL and these uh, football players making money like up at CU, you know? Um, see, I haven't heard about it in hockey at all. Any of that big-time money. It seems to be really be in football and basketball. That's that's it. That's where the money is. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, I think it's ruining college sports. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's sickening know, to see in this portal where people jump from school to school. I'm going, I don't like I said, that do they either. even go to class? Like, you, you really look at it and go, they move schools here, and like, are they getting a degree? I think this the academic requirements are still, you know, they kicked out, you know, North Dakota, their number leading scorer got kicked out for uh, academic reasons. Did he? Their number one scorer, the leading scorer in D- Division One okay. hockey. There's uh, another story behind that. One. Yeah, I'm, telling you I'm, I'm sure, right but yeah. but you know, that's neither here nor. I think uh, I think what they want to do is they should pay athletes, but they they should have their own division one. A A, you know what I mean. Yeah. You're getting paid, you know. You if you're because now if you get schools that are paying players against schools that aren't paying players, they need to be in a league of their own. The schools that pay their players, that's a, about. A oh, per- I know. Yeah. Well, look at Air Force. I'm going. How are these guys going to continue to compete? And this year they start great start. Had a very tough second half of the season once Larry got hurt. But you even go the fact that they can make a bowl game. Oh yeah. Over you know CU doesn't and Air Force does. You go. They got no portal, no NIL money, and these guys got to sign up and serve. I think they're the biggest. And, that's and, why I'm such a supporter. Of them. And 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 they get they they have a tough rigorous academic schedule. I mean that's yeah. they're not taking crafts or pottery or stuff like that. They're yeah. taking calculus and advanced physics and aerospace dynamics and stuff yeah. like this. You know how do they figure out how to go around some meteor? Eleven billion miles away, yeah. and come back. Yeah, yeah. and then you got to make it to football practice, uh, yeah. and you got to do the military requirements. That's right. You uh, know? That's amazing. Yeah, that's why that. I'm such a big fan of Air Force. I hope the service academies I, I, continue to win because the, the this other bogus that's going on, uh, I don't think it's good for the kids in long term for, for the I, sport. Yeah, I think uh, uh, any sport at the Air Force Academy, you know, everybody has to have every every athlete, every student there has to has to go out for a sport. Yeah. So uh, whether it's club or whether it's NCAA. yeah it's something something like that but uh, I I'm I I did I I wired up the uh, uh, women's basketball coach at uh, the Air Force Academy and her her she's doing great she really? she came in with a great record and she has continued that record they're doing they're doing great the women's Air Force, women's basketball team there you go yeah now you know I, out I, at Clune Arena <laughs> I used to go out to a lot of those games it's it's uh, I love it once you get there. It's just tough because it's winter and it gets dark early and it's snowy. You know, it's I'm not just, a real I'm good. Just, state, I'm know. just that soft. If it's snowing, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of like uh, that rhymes. Yeah, I brought that out specially for you because Jim was calling me like you know, ten minutes for the show, and I figured he was saying you got to come shovel me out. Yeah, exactly. But then he hey, beat yeah. me here. He was saying, hey, well, you know, I I went to uh, Waffle House first. Oh, did you? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. I, I got company. Well, I got my uh, niece here oh, with, yeah. and and here's the sad part: they are all sick. They all got oh, the flu. The the two babies are, are you know, uh, throwing up and pooping, and you know that it's nothing worse than you know three and one year olds. Yeah, you got your work cut out for you. Well, I'm not really doing that part. 
you know, I'm, I'm, you know, how can I help? You know, I, I'll stay here and make sure that nobody steals your car. <laughs> I love it. All right, that's all the time we got. We're going to get Jim back on the show, though, later this year. Jimmy, thanks for taking the time to come. I'm out. glad I came. There you go. Yeah. All right, folks, you got Tom Martino joining you next.